I think universities, from my perspective, what I see is they're really going after the international students in ways uh, that I've never seen before. You're listening to Sunny Side Up, a B2B podcast that brings you the juiciest insights from go-to-market leaders and practitioners. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sunny Side Up. I'm today's host, Joe Delamere, and I'm super excited to talk to Tom Gavin around e-payments within the education sector. Thomas Gavin was born in New Orleans, Louisiana, grew up in Orange County, California, and now calls Charlotte, North Carolina home. He has extensive experience of over 20 years as a sales and go-to-market professional, with the majority of that having been in accounts receivable within higher education systems. Tom himself has two degrees from Santa Ana College in California and a third degree from Bellevue University in Nebraska. Tom, I'm really excited to speak with you. Welcome to the show. Joe, I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much. Awesome. Awesome. I know our listeners are excited. So so with that, let's just jump right in. That um, works for me. Perfect. So uh, to kick it off, uh, can you explain to our listeners your role within ACI and then ACI as an organization? Yeah. So thanks, Joe. And you know, I really never knew what a big industry higher education was. So when I kind of fell into this role, um, I was actually working for a uh, biometric company that did uh, pay with uh, your fingerprint, you know, so you put your fingerprint down and, and you would pay. And I was a kid, uh, as you mentioned, coming from California, and I found myself uh, in the South selling a fingerprint, uh, fingerprint uh, solution. Uh, to restaurants and, and C stores. And I can tell you, man, they thought I was bringing the, the mark of the devil uh, to the South for them. So um, um, I, I ended up in uh, it, in Charlotte, Mecklenburg County. Uh, I was trying to win an RFP that was out there. And uh, lo and behold, there was a company called Official Payments, who's, who's now ACI, uh, that was trying to sell into the city there. And I ended up partnering with them. Uh, we ended up working together on that bid and we ended up winning that business. And I ended up uh, getting a call from them a couple months later saying, hey, we come work with us. We're thinking about starting up a division in higher education to sell them payments. And uh, so that's kind of how I got started in it. And it's just it's been a love affair ever since. I, I love the higher education industry. And it's it's just it's just so much bigger than than you think if you're looking in on the outside. That's incredible. That's incredible. So, I mean, it sounds like you've always been on kind of that, that cutting edge of the technology and now being able to layer that into the higher education system, which, you know, I'm sure is ripe for you know, imp- improvements in a lot of digital transformation ways. Yeah, I've been known to be called uh, Tommy Technology. I love all of the latest gadgets and, and you know, the latest gizmos that are out there. You know, I was, uh, you know, one of the first Palm Pilot holders, you know, and, you know, I miss my BlackBerry still to this day. But uh, I do like to think that we do have some cutting edge technology. And I think we'll get into that a little bit uh, during this uh, conversation uh, later. Yeah. Well, absolutely. And, and so let's dig into that a little bit more from, I guess, an ACI perspective. What uh, puts you apart relative to other folks in the payment space? And, you know, a curiosity that a lot of folks have that are listening to the podcast today, it's around the impact of COVID. And so I'm curious, you know, how you've seen COVID impact the way that students are engaging with schools and then further how ACI specifically is handling that change. Yeah. So, um, you know, couple pieces to that question to unpack. And first is, you know, how is ACI different as far as a a payment uh, provider in the industry? And and I think number one is the fact that, you know, ACI is really not a processor or what you call it a payback. And and basically that means we resell or sell a payment solution as a service. 
It's not uh, like dealing with a processor. We add some beneficial layer ships to that service, uh, like pre-funded deposits, uh, consolidated reporting, and basically setting up all of the backend uh, reporting for you. Uh, and then the the second piece of that too is you know what kind of separates us and makes us a little bit different. And I think that is it. But at the same time, uh, we also bring into the table uh, the alternative payment methods. Uh, like we're partnered with PayPal, so we can bring in PayPal as well as uh, Google and Apple Pay, and I'll keep those all into a single reporting system. And then, you know, lastly, the, the third piece of that question was the, the COVID aspect. And, you know, for, for, for COVID, for an online payment solution, it really did actually help uh, our industry as far as driving that usage, as far as getting people online to not only, you know, go to school, but to make their payments online. We did see a pretty significant increase across almost all of our verticals uh, in transactions uh, with COVID. Yeah. Totally. And, you know, it, it's a unique perspective. And I'm curious, you know, from I, I think that technology perspective, right, and that always online and even in person, right, the world is becoming smaller with globalization. And so do you see that, you know, ACI handles well? And I think, do you, you know, we'd be curious to learn, like, how you see the globalization and when global students come to, you know, universities within the U.S., they might have different currencies or different global mechanisms or banking systems. How do you see that impacting uh, you know, the payments within the higher education system and how does ACI look to handle that? Yeah, so the world is shrinking, right? I mean, it's crazy to think how, how close we are to everyone around the world and, and just socially as far as the, the um, you know, internet pieces and, and being able to connect uh, around the world. Um, and then, you know, planes are actually getting faster. I, I know there's new supersonic uh, jumbo jets that are out there that I, I'm super excited to get on one, right? And, you know, so the world is just, it's just closing in. And I think universities, from my perspective, what I see is they're really going after the international students in ways uh, that I've never seen before in, in my 15 years in working in the higher education space. They're really trying to figure out how they can go after them, get them to their specific, uh, specific college. And obviously, uh, the ability for those individuals to pay uh, in a comfortable way is very appealing to them. Uh, ECI is going to be able to handle international credit cards from basically anywhere uh, around the world, as well as there are, um, you know, wire transfer methods that have become pretty popular uh, over the recent uh, years as well. And not only that, the ability to refund uh, internationally has become a, a pretty big piece related to government funds that uh, the universities receive as well. And then just the last tidbit to that is um, the the real time payments, which is the FedNow program, is is really starting to take off. Um, I'm starting to see articles uh, from Visa and, and other companies about how it's going to affect their industry. In real-time payments, if you all are not familiar with that, is going to be like your Zelle, uh, your Venmo-type transactions. But they truly are something that you would set up directly with your bank account to pay you know, your friend, a company, anyone directly to their banking account uh, in real-time in a very low uh, transaction fee for you, as well as you think of that from a business perspective, uh, you're looking at uh, reducing uh, credit card fees to basically zero and having almost an ACH type uh, interface cost. That is 
some pretty incredible stuff. And I'm curious, like, because another big, you know, component that our listeners really enjoy, you know, thinking about and hearing from different go-to-market leaders is around some of the macroeconomic perspectives. And I think it ties in, you know, thinking of payments and being able to kind of slash charges in different places. You know, we'd be curious to learn how your organization thinks about the macroeconomic headwinds that a lot of us are facing today as far as how you're going to market, but also, you know, potential ways that you're helping to alleviate some of those pains that other folks are feeling with some of the solutions that ACI does provide. Yeah. So, you know, the competition is fierce, right? I think in my particular uh, world, there's more uh, legitimate competitors than, than there has been in the last, you know, 10 years. So these, this last five years, um, it seems like everyone is kind of engaging on your space. And I think, you know, you guys in, in your business and everywhere else, it just seems like, you know, everywhere, every time you turn around, something new is popping up for you guys to compete with. And, you know, it's how do you separate yourself, right? How are you different? And um, I think any salesperson that's kind of listening to this call, you know, they kind of know the magic formula and, and you really have to be the one that they like, right? So um, if you're that individual that, that uh, your customers like to be around, uh, if they just generally, you know, like you as a person, it just completely increases your your chances for success. And, you know, it's it's one of those things I, you know, as I was talking about being Tommy technology, I recently bought one of those Amazon halos. I don't know if you guys have seen those, but it's just this device that you wear, you know, and it does your heart rate, it does you sleep. And, and the reason I was so intrigued with it is it actually does what you call tone. And this thing will, you know, track my tone for the day. It'll tell me if I'm talking angrily, if I'm talking with excitement and enthusiasm, or if I'm generally just, you know, being a happy person. And uh, it's something that I, I look at daily and try to get a read on, you know, how am I really coming across to people? Because, you know, we're always trying to get better. And, and that was just something I, I thought would be good to check out. I'm on, I think, month number three. And uh, anyways, I, I get some value from it. <laughs> so, you know, they always say technology can't replace the, the humanized element, but it sounds like the halo is getting fairly close. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, it's going to be able to at some point artificially intelligently replace me. You know, uh, that's, that's the fear of the salesperson, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, great, Tom. And I think, you know, kind of on that note, maybe the Amazon halo is one, but our listeners are always keen to, you know, find better content, better people to follow books, blogs, newsletters, websites, maybe even wearables or things like we're, you know, we're talking about here, but we're curious if there's anything that you'd recommend to our listeners and helping them kind of up their game and then be better within their own uh, domain. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a, that's a fantastic question. And, uh, you know, I, I'm old school when it kind of comes to that stuff. I really truly believe in, in the Zig Ziglar you know, mentality of, of really just being prepared and having a, a great sense of, of, you know, what you're going to say, uh, being prepared for what those, those, those uh, objections are going to be. I do follow some people on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn as well, and, and you can definitely find me there. And um, I, one of the, the companies that I've recently started following uh, is a baseball team in Savannah, and they're known as the Savannah Bananas. And this, this, this particular little sports team um, has more 
social followers on their Twitter account than all of the major league accounts uh, combined, basically. I mean, they have more than the Yankees and that whole American League division. They're, the way that they go to market is unlike anything else. And their, their motto is, is fans first. And I think uh, as a salesperson, I try to translate that into uh, you know, customers first. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, having seen a little bit of the Savannah Bananas myself, maybe, you know, it's best for me to walk up to my next sales call with a flaming baseball bat or something. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Um, You know, I, I, they did, uh, you know, they're, they're just absolutely loved. And and I'll tell a quick story because it's, it's just relevant. Right. So uh, they had this one video on there where um, these parents gave their, their son, a Savannah Bananas jersey for their birthday, right? So he goes to open this this uh, this present, and he looks at it, and it's a he sees that it's a Savannah Bananas jersey, and the kid just loses his mind. He just starts crying with you know tears, and you know kind of throws himself to the ground. And uh, his parents ask him, like, you know, Johnny, what's the matter? And he stares at the camera and he says, "It's happy tears," and um, you know, it's just hysterical. And so, you know, I took that and um, I had my grandson open up an ACI shirt out of a birthday uh, present and, you know, and we kind of played the part and, uh, you know, he started crying and and I said, you know, Abel, what's the matter? And of course, you know, he said it's happy tears. So, you know, I think having fun is is what life is about. And um, when you can have fun in business and as the old saying goes, uh, you never work a day in your life. I I love that. You know, com, coming into this, I didn't know if I'd be hearing Zig Ziglar and the Savannah Bananas in the same sentence. But getting it boiled down to preparedness, you know, that relentless customer focus and having fun, I think that's a great way to kind of frame go to market. Yeah, and and you know, you have to be prepared too, right? I mean, every presentation, uh, you really need to do your homework and just be absolutely prepared. It's it's it is so key. You know, you. You know, in, in relating to like the the sports themes, you know, you hear the Michael Jordans and LeBron James. They they always say that they're they're going to play their one hundred percent best because it could be the only time or the one time that that fan uh, comes out to see them, and and that is so true for us as salespeople, right? I mean, we get that one shot with our customers. And every time we you know we turn on that phone or we put it on our suit and go in front of somebody we have to put out 100% best performance. It's it's just so true. You never know where that's going to lead to. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Tom, I know that you're uh, you know very active on LinkedIn, but I'm curious, are there any other folks that you'd recommend our listeners give a follow to and check out? Yeah, so absolutely. I, I know I mentioned the the Savannah Bananas and Jesse Cole is, is their owner. I also really like Ryan Estes. And we talked about preparedness, and he's one that is just, you know, crazy prepared. Um, I did mention uh, Zig Ziglar books, and I just wanted to mention one other book, uh, The Magic of Thinking Big uh, by Dr. Schwartz. And, of course, uh, the Bible's uh, uh, always a good reference for for anything that you need uh, in sales. Perfect. Well, Tom, I really enjoyed having you on the podcast today, and I really enjoyed the conversation. I know our listeners did as well. And, uh, yeah, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, you know, Joe, thank you so much. And thank you, Sunnyside Up, for uh, uh, having me. It it was a great uh, uh, time I had and and look forward to possibly doing it again. Thank you guys so much. Awesome. Take care, Tom. Thank you. Today's episode is made possible by Demandbase. 
Demandbase's Smarter GTM for B2B brands to help marketing and sales teams spot the juiciest opportunities earlier and progress them faster. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Sunnyside Up. If you liked what you heard, please rate and review us and subscribe to our show on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you consume podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube and Demandbase TV.